Welcome to Happily Holistic. I'm Amy Lee Mercree, and I'm a medical intuitive with 20 years of experience. I've written 15 books on health and wellness. If you've had a medical intuitive session with me, you know that the thoughts and emotions within you, what has been passed down from your ancestors, and everything that surrounds you can impact your well-being. In this podcast, we touch on my favorite ways for you to improve your health and feel more joy. We dive deeply into everything health and wellness with a big dash of spirituality and a sprinkle of business. We spotlight the uplifting and the positive and share the secret ways top wellness authors and celebrities get inspired, stay healthy, and enjoy this beautiful life. I can't wait to get happily holistic with you today. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Happily Holistic. I'm so excited to have Rebecca Campbell with us today. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, Amy. Hi, everyone. Rebecca is so awesome, and I'm really excited to get to meet her. She's a soul sister already, I can tell. Um, And she is an amazing author who has uh, three best-selling books translated into 18 languages. Her first book was Light is the New Black, which I, by the way, when that came out, I thought, boy, we really need someone to buy this thing for a movie. Just that, wouldn't that be a cool movie title? Oh, yeah. I think we should manifest that. <laughs> um, Rise, Sister, Rise was her second book. And then Letters to a Star Seed is her newest book, which we're going to talk about. You can see it if you're watching us on YouTube, although it's looking, it's very shiny and my, my light is uh, really reflecting. Matches your shine. top beautifully. <laughs> yes, it does, doesn't and it? Your, and your globe. <laughs> It does. We're coordinated, (laughs) unwittingly coordinated. Rebecca's a writer, a devotional artist, a poet, a mystic, and a mother who leads activating workshops internationally, giving people an experience of their soul. She's the creator of the Rise Sister Rise membership, which I'm sure is amazing. She also has some Oracle decks, which I love Oracle decks. I need to check those out. And her work is connected to ancient lineages. She studied and trained in and including Mother God, Bhakti Yoga, Shamanism, and the Priestess Paths, including Avalonian and Magdalene. That's another topic we could talk about, by the way. Um, Along with the Rise Sister Rise membership, she has online courses uh, to work your light and discover your cosmic blueprint. Boy. We have a lot of similarities now that I'm reading this through again. I I knew this, but it's just reminding me. Rebecca also teaches a a program, Three Steps to Living a Soul-Led Life. Is that one of your programs? Mm -hmm. I love that. So all of her creations encourage people all over the world to spend more time with their soul and connect with their own inner temple. And her work is activating and initiatory. And here we are to activate and initiate in some way on Happily Holistic. Welcome, Rebecca. Oh, thank you. I'm very intrigued and looking forward to our conversation. Me too. 
Me too. And I'm so happy to have this time together and to have our audience getting to listen and and hear uh, whatever we decide to discuss in our flow today. Mm-hmm. So I think a really great place to start would be to rewind us to how you got started on your medicine path or your spiritual path and and see where that takes us. Yeah, so I think I grew up in Australia um, in a not very spiritual family. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I learned about prayer and, and some things like that and was mm-hmm. always connected to nature, but it wasn't like part of what I grew up with. Yeah. But and I didn't really have the words for it, but I all, always was intrigued to that unseen world, like yes. so many of us are when we were younger. Right. Um, and like my favorite thing to do would be like when we'd go on to on road trips, like beach trips growing up. Yeah. Um, and when, you know, when you, you're traveling and you kind of go into that altered space when you see the world pass. Yes. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, I could see, like that was me kind of tapping into that altered space. So I I always had that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until like early teens, um, where I began kind of making connection with a couple of uh, people who were similar ish age to me who had passed and were kind of connected to their mothers. Um, I never went down a medium path, but that was like a gateway for me. Um, And then those relationships, I was always just so intrigued about like the first book I bought when I was young. I can't believe this. It sounds so morbid was um, Kubler-Ross, her book on um, on grief and dying. (laughs) So I was fascinated by the other world, what happens when you die. And, you know, it to me, it just seemed like the most normal thing in the world because we're all going to die. And so I'd always been a bit of an intense, deep thinker, I guess. Um, and then, but on the other hand, had quite a normal life as well. So going through the teens and twenties, I just, I was fascinated and passionate about the journey of the soul and I couldn't see where that fit in my life. So I kind of had a bit of the double life going, um, a bit of the spiritual closet going as well. Um, and so in my spare time, I, I, I studied the mysteries and, you know, mm-hmm. read all the books and did all the courses. Um, but then also at the same time, developed a career in creativity. I was a creative director and I loved mm-hmm. all that kind of real world stuff as well. Yes. Um, and then it wasn't until like late twenties when I kind of realized whoa, I'm actually just as qualified in my passion as the other. And it was yes. like two train tracks needed to combine. Yes. And so, you know, I think that nothing's ever wasted and what we end up doing always kind of comes together. And I can see oh, now, God, like, it really definitely helped me with like, you know, what it's like running a business and just oh my like gosh. logistics and creativity yes. and stuff. So it all kind of yes. helped and came together. Um, but yeah, it was very much like these, the natural call to all things soul, yes. but how does that fit into this real world that I'm in? So, yes. yeah. And, there, and then that unfoldment continued. And an yes. interesting fun fact I've noticed, um, getting to know, you know, so many authors in our genre, all, I think yeah. almost all women yeah. and George Liza's too. Um, yeah many of these authors worked in advertising, marketing, 
yeah. something. And, you know, I, I actually was like shaman on the hill at the time you guys were doing that. Right. <laughs> but I always loved marketing and mm. later did start my own marketing agency for, for a really? number of years. Yeah. So, you know, I think we all have a, it's a way that we can use our creative skills. A lot of times there's graphics involved. And if we're visionary people, it kind of is a way to like function in the normal world. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tool to communicate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to transport people, you know, through imagery right and and um words right like i could reading parts of your book with the poetry i mean i i don't know i would imagine you would be on the copywriting side because your way with words is amazing yeah i was i was a copywriter yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, and i I look back and i'm like oh god those creative mentors that i had who were just like so hard on me it it was so good because it toughened me up yeah like that real uber sensitive side of me um yeah. yeah yeah interesting yeah and that's also you know perhaps life I'm assuming for you as a highly sensitive person mm. it's a it's quite a world of um stimulation when yeah. we're tuned into more yeah and I think going into a creative pursuit whether it's a write, writing or graphics or whatever it gives us um a little bit of insulation you know it does for me when you're in it yeah that's that's really interesting yeah Mm -hmm. if I look back now I'm like I think that I because I can see how sensitive I am and I'm gosh I know I'm not alone with that um Mm -hmm. but I think it it toughened me up a bit as in it taught me how to not take things personally which is not to say I, I don't do that now I definitely do I think we all do but it's a good skill to try to develop ever shared my voice if I hadn't have done that (laughs) yeah yeah what about you have have like has it been easy for you to share your voice or it's um, been a journey um as a child I had pretty severe learning disabilities Mm. and you know I was definitely that classic highly sensitive person like according to Elaine Aaron's amazing work the HSP work that 15 to 20 of us 15 to 20 percent of us have a more sensitive nervous system essentially and a lot of the things you talked about you know we process things more deeply we're more Mm -hmm. sensitive to stimulation all that so I was that way and I encountered um spirits and elementals a lot outdoors but I I thought everybody was like that and then Mm -hmm. at one point I think as I got closer to the preteens but not quite I realized that that wasn't the case um Mm -hmm. and I I had a really loving family who was pretty accepting but um you know at the same time I was like occupied with other things just like you growing into the teen years and everything and um I was really fortunate around age 18 19 to connect with my late medicine teacher Lori Mm -hmm. so I had a teacher and she trained Mm -hmm. me in her um shamanic tradition those past an oral tradition that was passed down to her from Mm -hmm. teacher to student way back Mm -hmm. and it originated as far as I understand as far as we know in the American Southwest Mm -hmm. um 
so I had her as a guide, but at the same time, for a long time, there was a disconnect between my my family and friends and what I was doing. They knew, but there wasn't mm. understanding. Mm. You know, fast forward now 20 years and many things that were very fringe back then mm. are pretty mainstream now. Mm. So mm -hmm. it went from, you know, kind of, also when we're young, I think we're not as sensitive to nuances and communicating in a way that, you know, mm. would be accepted. So it probably mm. went from me like, well, da 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 da, -da spirit mm. guides to, um, you know, now like, for example, my dad understanding that his, my, my great aunt, which would be his aunt, who was a nurse who's been on the other side, I didn't know her very well. I may have met her when I was little, but she passed. He even says like, say hi to great aunt Anna, because mm. he knows she helps me in my medical intuitive work. So. Oh, I love how you describe that. I think it's such a great way of describing it of like, yeah, like particularly when you are younger yeah. and it's not even in years, maybe just the different stages of the spiritual journey, which of course like never, ever, ever ends. But I think when we right. first awaken, it's like this whole nother world. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, when we begin talking about it, it's just like, you know, you, you can be a bit more pushy or a bit more like, yeah. this is the way. Yeah, or just <laughs> yeah. not knowing how to like, yeah present it you know 20 years later yeah. now i mean i talk to people of all levels it's a medical yeah. intuitive and sometimes it's explaining some things mm. you know so i'm used to doing that but back then i was living still like living at home um yeah. like a couple years after college while i went to school and i had like a sheet up in the corner and my altar was back there you know like I I mean, a shape yeah like literally Aww. she in the bedroom Aww, bless. and my little brother he he's only five years younger I mean now he's an adult but yeah. he was still a kid and he would look in there and I had I was working with the Egyptian goddess Nekhebet and yeah. he would walk around the house and go Nekhebet Nekhebet because he <laughs> liked the word <laughs> that is so sweet it's it's less nuanced than you know, yeah. articulately presenting something yeah. to your parents yeah. as an adult. Yeah, you know. or just living it and then them being yeah. intrigued just because it's clearly yeah. working for you. <laughs> yeah, now it's a whole different ballgame. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Say, there you go. No, I was just going to say I could see how the world of advertising and marketing, like the corporate world, it would make you thick in your skin. It, it would have time. to, right? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I think any kind of corporate world does. I think and it does. I think um, for me, because uh, I think I see creativity and intuition coming from the same place. Um, but then mm -hmm. when it comes to creativity, it feels a little bit less personal than yeah. intuition, but it's still yeah. personal, like compared to it is. any other within say within an industry like being the creative coming up with ideas i remember presenting like having to present say a hundred headlines to get one through I bet. and on pieces of paper I like this and my boss like scrunching them up scrunching them up and then hmm, oh. that's okay that's I okay bet. that's okay but it really i'm i'm now i'm really glad that he did that because 
I, like I never um if I do have to come up with like a book title or something like yes. that like I won't just come up with one I'll I'll I'll, I'll work it and work it and work Me it too. and I Me think too. that that's like and I think that's definitely something my creative mentors taught me and um my my spiritual mentors as well that yes. like all the ideas and insights and intuition in the world is uh, like just pointless unless you act on them unless you yes. integrate them and ground them Absolutely. and I think that's like so important particularly now like all my work or like all I keep on being called to do is like weave the sacred back in so we're like bringing these yes. two worlds back together so I think yes. particularly in the west it's like you know, like you and I, when like so many others, when we're kind of, we remember, or maybe we yes. never forgot, but most of us are remembering yeah. and we see this whole world or we notice the world that we haven't forgotten. Yes. And it seems like another world, yes. but it's not another world. It always was. It's simultaneous. We're just bringing the two back together. So absolutely, yeah, the, the embodiment and the acting is so important. Absolutely. And that was one of the challenges for me um, growing up and, you know, becoming a successful adult, you know, owning a, a business and all of that mm -hmm. was learning to be grounded. Cause I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I came in with no ground. I mean, I was, I was very psychic, intuitive, whatever, mm -hmm. but no grounding. So it was really, that's part of what I learned from my medicine teacher was, growing roots into the earth and all of the mm -hmm. things that go with that and how to put a container around mm -hmm. infinity that's creativity right mm -hmm. it's putting a little bit of a form and structure but right. still holding a frequency right yeah exactly exactly yeah. and when I, when I look back as well um into like if we were to look at like the soul choosing the family and the all of that yes. kind of thing. I think of yes, like yes. the family that I grew up with as well. Like they're very, very, very grounded, grounded people. Uh -huh. <laughs> so like, oh, I wonder if if I had chosen something else, would would yes. I have not been able to integrate? Or yeah, it's right. fascinating when you when you look at that, isn't it? It is, and they provided some like deeper resonance. Mm. that you might not have brought in that's how I would mm. think of, of it mm. yeah mm. yeah mm. absolutely absolutely um we'll be right back after this short break hi it's Amy Lee Mercree I'm so grateful to be a part of my medical intuitive clients journeys of healing and evolution we're all on our own paths to greater health and self-actualization in a medical intuitive session with me, we connect deeply with your spirit guides and ancestors and dig into the root causes of what's going on in your physical body, emotions, mind, energetic body, and spirit. To learn more about my medical intuitive work, check out the work with me page on amyleemercree.com. And in your, I love the, um, this book, Letters to a Starseed, first of all, is beautiful. There's so much poetry in it. I mean, it's, it's, that's why I could tell perhaps you were on the copywriting side, because the writing <laughs> is incredible. And there's a scene in here where you talk about remembering prior to incarnation, um, 
and waves of souls coming in what would you share some of that with our listeners Mm. to help us kind of have some more perspective on the the human journey and the the journey of humanity as a whole which has been you know historically and continuing to be kind of tumultuous Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what I experienced and this is I did a regression and also I've done like different soul journey work Mm -hmm. um was I'd always been fascinated with like but what happened what happened before we came and what happened yeah and I just had a son two years ago so that's deep that experience even more which is incredible um and it yeah I was taken to you know going back through through my life up Mm -hmm. until my mother's belly and then before that to the place in between and um there I was shown that that like I was given personal my personal soul mission is in like you know the way I see the personal mission is um mm-hmm. like at a soul level why each of us have come to mm-hmm. earth now personally well yes. at whatever the soul word for that is because it's not personal Dharma or something. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. um and so I saw that and that was like choice of family and yeah. you know, like key destiny moments in in the yes. life which are all decision points <clears throat> yeah and I had kind of understood that um, intellectually myself before. So that wasn't sure. so much of a surprise, but um, there was like really incredible like visuals. And that was the whole reason mm-hmm. why I wanted to do the Oracle. I've got a card called um, I Remember in the Star Seed Aww. Oracle, which is a visualization of that. Oh, beautiful. For our people who are watching. Yes. yes, on, yes. Um, on YouTube, they'll see. On YouTube. Yeah, and then I was also then taken to this other place, which is my understanding of like, for those of us who've got a double mission, which I would call the collective mission. So that's where the wave comes in. So it's like um, people or souls who've chosen to be here at a certain moment in time to Mm. be part of some kind of collective change, some kind of influence of the outcome. So being like, but it's not like because um, I think sometimes for those of us who resonate with the term light work or, or things like that, it can be like, I'm here to save the world. We're just a teeny stitch in a larger Absolutely. thing or a, tr- a drop Absolutely. of water in that wave. Um, so for those watching, this was the image here. Of, it was That's like gorgeous. looking through into this water reflection of yeah. this um, mirage of, of like seeing the life. Um, yes. But yeah, so then taken taken to someplace else, which just seemed like um, it was very familiar, but it had no end and no, mm. no, it was like this, I saw it as like bright, bright, bright white, but it wasn't white, it was like luminous. Um, and I could feel that there were many, many, many other souls there. And I couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it was like hundred or a hundred thousand but like right. loads and loads and and, right. and there being a resonance between it as in like you know perhaps we'd done this before and there yes. was this different constellation coming in yes. and then i was showing the, the the council of light coming um mm-hmm. which i guess from my understanding felt like like the ones that were holding the energy right mm-hmm. and we were yeah. kind of saying yep okay we're in for we're in for this yeah um and the particular experience i had and i'm sure that there is 
many different waves as well. <laughs> this was yeah. just one of the many waves, but it was for those coming in around now um, mm -hmm. at a big time of change to use um, changing forms of communication yes. to usher in a, a mass awakening. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, th that was that was really what I experienced. And um, but it was like a wave. So and and what I also saw was that it really wasn't just like this one led by one person or it was the right. many together. But as each of the souls kind of like switched on, which is like, yes, I'm here, I'm going to do it, or yes. I'm going to share my voice, or I'm going to um, own who I am, or whatever. It could be felt by the many. So, Absolutely. you know, so, so Amy, you I have goosebumps. <laughs> you stepping in and finding your teacher, or you mm -hmm. move it, like creating yes. that altar behind the sheet and then moving the sheet, and your brother <laughs> say, you know, all of that could all be felt. And, yes. you know, and I'm sure you've experienced this and perhaps others who are listening have as well, where it's like when someone shares a creation or shares their voice, sometimes it's like a seed within us is activated and you can't quite explain why, but it's like, okay, now it's time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've noticed, um, you know, it's interesting. I've noticed certain waves or periods of time especially a couple over the last five years or so mm. where a bunch of that's clicking in for people like a couple years ago I was like wow the women in wellness are getting upgraded and activated yeah and actually this month I was seeing it again where women who maybe some of those same women were you know up leveling again mm. to a higher mm. level and you know, reaching more people, I think really with this resonance that you're talking about. Mm, it's interesting, isn't it? And yeah. I think also like I've, I've seen in like some of the people I mentor this pattern of like, oh God, I should be on all the time and oh, they're doing right. this, I need to be doing this. And I really do see, I wonder if you do, where it is like, it's almost like these groups of of yes. different people where it's like, okay, it's your turn now. Yep. And it's your turn now. And then yep. if we try and do it, if we try and do it when it's not our wave, it's like, you're not going to be work. or yours. It's timing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's timing. And we all want to like hack divine timing because we're in the <laughs> body and we want it more, bigger, better, faster. Right. But sometimes we can't. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just the timing. And I, I agree. It is those groups sort of like, uh, I almost picture like this pillar goes up and then this one comes up. And this mm -hmm. like, and, you know, it's a continual elevation mm -hmm. that's occurring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And community, I think is so crucial as far as the support. Mm -hmm. Um I love that you have a membership. I would imagine that creates some community. I'm working on that on my end because mm -hmm. really, especially after the pandemic, seeing how, you know, like for example, here in the US, there'll be women scattered all over the country mm. who feel um, isolated because they don't have the, you know, people thinking the same kinds of deep thoughts and wondering about mm. spirituality around them. Mm. so I think that that's really crucial 
and kind mm -hmm. of takes us around to our topic of the rising of the divine feminine and the god the goddess and how critical that is for where we are on earth mm -hmm. and there are elements of sisterhood and deep spirituality in that and i i know you teach some of that so i'd love to hear your your mm -hmm. take on that as well mm. well i don't know have you been to glastonbury before no, I was wanting to come to Europe in 2020 mm. and do all that. And mm. now I'm going to wait a little bit, but mm. I'd, I'd like to. I mean, in journey, of course. <laughs> Other lives, oh yeah. But, um, not yeah. in this physical body yet. <laughs> I think that my deepening to the goddess, the feminine mysteries, and I'd say like the great mother as the earth really yes. happened. Um, the deepening happened when I first visited here or consciously mm -hmm. visited here, been here once before when I was 18 and that definitely yeah. activated something. Um, but yeah, it was, I was ready to begin working on mm -hmm. the mother wound, the mother line, sisterhood, yeah. and all of that. And yeah, this land here really, opened up that whole portal for me when mm. i look back um, i first visited the chalice wall gardens and that's when um i connected with the magdalens which yes. um is the energy i wrote my second book with rise sister rise Ooh. and um yeah and then after coming here and um developing a relationship with the land myself i then began doing sacred retreats and and that kind of yes. thing and then I didn't plan it. Like my husband and I, we'd been both from Australia. We'd been living in London for about 12 years. And um, we actually met in London. We didn't move over together, but we were considering moving back to Australia. And then at the last minute, we saw a place here and put on an offer. And it was so not part of the plan. And then my yes. son came straight away, but it's, just such part of the soul plan and so we were in the place I think we needed this, to be. yeah this land has definitely been the mother work for me yes. um so yeah and um i think that um it's also been a big part of like properly returning to the earth you know like weaving yes. those worlds back together um, and like that, the book Letters to a Star Seed, it looks like it's a book about the stars, but it's really about a book about the earth. Yes, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, returning to the mother, because I think yeah. that, you know, like many um, uh, consciously created my life the way that we're yes. all told to. And yeah. really, that was just making it in a patriarchal world. And then little yeah. by little, we're all... And we're still doing it. I think we'll be doing it for many, many years. I think just we will. dissecting, maybe decades, maybe lifetimes, dissecting yeah. those old ways that that mm -hmm. are literally starving us from the feminine, yeah. severing us from the mother and and each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What what it about is you? a remembering of coming back around to how it was before that, which right. was a lot more um, matriarchal totally and yeah. and i think that's why being here has been um such great medicine mm -hmm. for me because it's um 
in this town, it, it literally is in worship of the goddess and mm. the wheel of the year is worshipped yeah. and celebrated everywhere. Oh. And so it's really, to me, like that is, has been this thing that I, I've felt starved of my whole yeah. life, of like these two worlds being separate, but they shouldn't yes. be. Like, why, why do we have to go and be spiritual or go and get grounded like right surely they're the same thing and mm -hmm. yeah so remembering that and unpicking that and reweaving that yes. um yeah yeah and as we live it you know in our lives as you know we're both so fortunate we get to share our mm. you know words and our ideas I I always mm. felt that since I was a small child that i I deal in ideas. I call mm -hmm. my, I have my brain to call the idea factory. That's, That's amazing. Um, I suspect you're the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't spoken to many people who talk like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, as we live, you know, the path of the goddess, it, it seeps through. I was so fortunate to get to write the book, A Little Bit of Goddess for Sterling. Mm -hmm. And it's in um, French now, or above middle, exactly. There's some new French translations that are in here. Congrats. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we live that, we can't help but resonate that out through our lives. And I also think mm -hmm. it helps us in who we attract into our lives and according mm -hmm. to sisterhood. Um, you know, I have a beautiful community in my town and we're all involved in dance, you know, mm. which is a, it's a creative expression. And mm. it turns out, you know, these can be our modern day goddess temples. Right. Basically. And mm. I love that you, you're bringing women and men too, but people together mm. to connect with the divine feminine mm. in a, in a deeper way. Cause we're, mm. a lot of us are starved for that. Mm, totally and we didn't have the privilege of like in my case a medicine teacher who taught me that and, and her teacher mm. is still incarnated interestingly enough my teacher is mm. on the other side now but her teacher is still incarnated and she really initiated me deeply into some of that mm. and you know it's in our genetic memory mm. somewhere every human on earth has an ancestor mm -hmm. who followed the the cycles of the seasons and who probably visited or lived in a, a, a temple of the goddess you know existed mm. in the priestess or perhaps a druid and you know mm. all of the different geographic areas all over the world when god was a woman thank so you thank it's you in our genes it really is and yeah i appreciate yeah. you reflecting on the activation and the remembrance mm -hmm. through the actions in the body because I think that yeah I so agree with that and yeah. you know I've um and not professionally just for my own benefit <laughs> you know when you just when you run a business it's hard not to be like oh and now I need to turn this into something oh I know <laughs> but Same. what lights me up more than anything is connecting with nature working with flowers and yeah. plants and herbs yeah. and all of that and so I've been studying herbalism oh. not to become a herbalist just 
to make my own magic. Yes. Um, and, you know, part of, part of what I've been doing with it, it started at first with, okay, working with nettle, for example. Yes, and nettle. I be- yeah, I began ordering it online and then ordering it from the shop just up the road and then going, oh my gosh, it literally is, it is growing through the yes. cracks of my pavement. Like in your climate, the weed, but it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. It's yes. everywhere. And so, whoa, reframe. Yeah. And then, and then through, um, through foraging it as well. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed is through the action of like bending down yes. and the leaves, it's as if there's some cellular memory within me of all my ancestors who'd done that. And They've that's so it. simple. It's, it's so, so simple. simple. It's so simple. And, and I, I think, think that, it brings us back around right. to what's already within us. Right. And yeah, like all all of those like more home-based practices where, you know, more of us are knitting now, more yeah. of us are weaving or we're cooking, baking yes. bread, whatever. I think all of that is part of that remembering. Um, and yeah, doing those actions that have no attachment to the outcome. Mm-hmm. I think so important. Which is um, rare nowadays. Really you know, rare. You know, in the, the go, go, go society, yeah. especially with, you know, smartphones and devices and you know turning us all into junkies essentially i'm quoting myself yeah it's a it's rare and more it's more and more rare that Mm -hmm. we slow down and do one thing at a time with Mm -hmm. no um electricity involved except maybe cooking you know what i mean like right non-technological contemplative creative mundane activity Right. I mean, if anything, we like, if you think about the, you know, all the modern convenience, it's amazing. It gives us time to run a business. If we were growing our own food and making mm-hmm. clothes and yarn and all of the pioneer type stuff, we wouldn't really have time to do what we're doing. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, if we're like ordering all of our food out and doing, you know, everything, mm. all the mundane is taken care of does it give us time to push forward career-wise and perhaps engage in other creative endeavors? Yes. Mm. But the grounding of coming back full circle, your Mm -hmm. ancestors picked nettle out of the ground. Mm. And it also, I think, incites a reverence for life to, to meet the plant, to say to the plant, may I make you into a tea? Right. And the plant saying, yes you know whether it's like that deliberate or Mm. or whatever to connect with the life force of of another being that does not happen with a computer right with and there's no no wonder that we feel disconnected yeah yeah Mm. yeah so bringing it all back around absolutely Mm. Mm. What a great chat. I feel like we could talk for another hour. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, we'll have to Thank have you come you. back on and we can be lovely. explore these topics and more. <laughs> yeah. um, if you if you could leave our, our listeners with a with a message, let's call it like a message from the elders or the goddess, the other side. Like what do you think that would be? What do you think a, a, a spiritual benevolent presence would want to tell our listeners? Mm. 
I would say it's like about reaching back through your ancestral line to the ones who yeah. did not forget. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And feeling, you know, I, I will even add to that, feeling the spirits of those beings around you. Right. And that resonance is contained in your physicality within every cell of your body contains right. a chromosome, which contains, a, you know, strands of DNA, which contain your genes. Right. And this is, you can feel an external resonance from those spirits and an internal mm -hmm. resonance in your being. Mm -hmm. And perhaps there's support we can find mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that message. Thank you so much for being here, Rebecca. Thanks, Amy. Where can our listeners find you? Uh, my website is RebeccaCampbell.me. And on Instagram, I'm Rebecca Campbell underscore author. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's kind of a common name. I bet you couldn't get the original yeah, at Rebecca yes. Campbell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sure you were close. Like you're probably on top of it sooner than a lot, but some Rebecca Campbell out there, you and a lot of Rebecca it. Campbells. <laughs> you, got, you got it, sister. <laughs> Oh, it's such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to Happily Holistic. And we wish you a joyful day. Thanks for listening to Happily Holistic with me, Amy Lee Mercury. You can find out more about the show on amyleemercury.com on the podcast page. Please stop by your favorite social platform and leave me a comment. I'd love to hear how you liked today's show and what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Come find me on Instagram and Facebook at amyleemercree.com. If you would like to see what a medical intuitive session with me is all about, hop on over to the work with me page on amyleemercree.com. Until next time, stay happily holistic.